Everyone listen up, start the podcast. It's got a favorite host with the coolest guest. She's gonna make us laugh. Welcome to a new episode of Kathleen McGee is a Hot Mess. Um, I had a really fun weekend doing shows in Bonneville, Alberta. Look it up on a map. It is, I think, northeast of Edmonton. Uh, we did it in the hockey arena, and um, it was. I had a really good time. I had lots of drinks, and I had a nice king-size bed. Oh, my God, that's the best thing when your hotel room has a king-size bed. And I slept like a fucking starfish. Oh my god, it was the greatest. I love my boyfriend. I love my dogs. But I had a king size bed to myself for two fucking nights. And it was incredible. Um, uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun. Uh, it's, I guess it wasn't even... A, I don't really do like quote-unquote corporates. I guess I could do a corporate if it was just for a cool company. I don't do lame corporate corporates. There we go. I don't do lame corporates where you have to uh, be clean. <laughs> I don't... That's not fun for me. But yeah, it was fun. I had a good time. I got to work with Rob Pugh again, who I tried to get him on the podcast, but we went partying the night before, and then he basically lost his voice, and he still had to headline the show on Saturday which he like by the end was sounded like he was going through puberty. It was kind of funny, but so he did not do one of my podcasts. And, um, I swear to God, if that guy doesn't do a podcast soon, I think I've asked him a million times. And he always says yes, then we don't do it. So I think he's avoiding my podcast because he knows I make people cry. <laughs> I really had a great time working with him. He's such a, he he was like the top dog in Edmonton when I started. Well, he wasn't even in Edmonton when I started. He was like in LA. He was on Punked. Like he was doing cool shit. So, but yeah, it's like really cool. There's like a select group of male comics that I kind of started with or and or around that I, you know, are my favorite people in the entire world. And Rob is definitely one of them. And he's fucking funny. Oh my God. It was so good to watch him again. I haven't seen him perform for a few years, so it was really, really great. Uh, yeah, it was fun. Uh, what else? It's almost Christmas. A month away. Uh, people are starting to put up decorations and shit. And last year I was so excited to get a tree. And I, we got this gigantic tree, and it didn't even really fit in. It was like a Griswold tree. It like, took over our entire living room. And it was the best, but then... Um, I we had to take it down, and there was needles throughout the entire house. So I don't know. Like I, I want a Christmas tree, but I don't <laughs> want a mess. Uh, am I in the Christmas spirit this year? I don't know. I just I think that um Adam and I want to go on a vacation in February. So oh, if we're going to get anybody anything, we're just going to pay for a vacation instead. Who knows? But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm into Christmas, but I'm starting to see all you 
people that have reproduced are back with the elf on the shelf. That's back all over Facebook for a whole fucking month. We get to watch your uh, antics with a fucking stuffed animal to keep your kids in line. Do you think Elf on a Shelf is... I think it's kind of like the weirdest thing ever, but... I got in a lot of trouble once because I took my nephew's Elf on a Shelf when they were at home and I put him in my cleavage and took a picture. And then my brother said, you can't touch elves on the shelves. I'm like, well, how do you... How do you get the elf to go where it goes? And he goes, you're not supposed to touch the elf. I don't know the rules of this dumb game. I don't have kids. So I have no idea. But uh, sometimes those elf in the shelf things are funny. But most of the time, pretty dumb. If you have a really funny pose that you did on your elf, send it to me. And I'll, I'll judge it. Tweet it to me at Kathleen underscore McGee and I will judge your elf on the shelf pose. And if it's funny, I will. If it makes me laugh, I will say good for you. But most of the time, it's pretty dumb. <laughs> I don't even think I'm bah humbugging this year. I just like, it doesn't feel like, I don't know. I have no idea. It's still a month away. Maybe I'll get more excited as it gets closer. But yeah, some years I'm really into Christmas and then some years I'm like, oh God, I don't want to do this. I don't want to have to spend time with people that I don't really want to spend time. Oh my God. This is getting to be too much of an honest podcast. This episode is actually, it's kind of a hard, I'm, I mean, we talked about some rough stuff. My guest this week is a, is a newer comic. He lives here in Edmonton. He is one of my favorite people and new comics. Like he's just like a fun guy to hang out with. I would say he is also a hot mess. He is definitely a hot mess. Um, and I mean, I am a hot mess. I'll be a hot mess till the day I die. I swear to God, I'm not going to like, it's just who I am. I like, I, I'm not going to calm down. I'm not going to be less messy. Um, but uh, anyway, so <laughs> Will Hannigan is my guest this week. And uh, he stepped in last minute because I thought I was going to have a podcast with Rob and then it didn't happen. So he came and met me at Empress Ale House on Sunday at evening and we did this podcast. And <laughs> let's say, let's see, we talk about racism. Um, we talk about how shitty white people are. We talk about the Me Too movement. We talk about drinking and driving. I mean... Will is like a really, I think he's one of the nicest, he's a very genuine person. He's not fake at all. He's just like a really cool guy. Very nice. He has his own personal demons. We are, we do talk about uh, a mistake that he has made recently. And I really appreciate that he came and talked honestly about it. He didn't fucking sugarcoat it. He didn't make it sound like it was not his fault. He gets it. He's learning from his mistakes. So I think this episode is really cool. If you're the type of person to fly off the handle um, and get offended by stuff, don't listen to this episode because we do talk about some stuff that I was even like, oh my God, am I going to lose my career over this? <laughs> I just want everybody to know that I think the biggest problem with the world today is that we only talk and we don't listen to other people. And um, I don't know. I think we all just need... I we all need to fucking realize that everybody has problems in their life or faces adversity 
a lot of more people that aren't in some people's situation. Let's, I'll say it, white people, we have it pretty fucking easy. And I think that we talk about, we really do talk, touch upon this, but, um, yeah. I don't know, listen to the episode. If you were offended, I, I am sorry that you get offended, but we are talking honestly about things that we need to talk about. That's all I have to say. Please listen. If you have an open mind, please don't if you don't. Um, thank you to everybody that is continuing to listen. Uh, and thanks for tweeting me when you tweet me. I'm going to set up a Patreon. I fucking need to make some money out of this bullshit. <laughs> um, my album, I feel like I feel like February. I feel like my album is finally going to come out in February. Because I've got, I did my work. Now it's with the label, and they're going to do their work, and we're going to try and figure this out. And Kathleen's going to get her shit together. And, um, yeah, so hopefully by February, it'll be a nice Valentine's Day gift. A download of my episode. I mean, of my my, <laughs> my album. Anyway, I love all you guys constantly for listening. I, I don't know how many people listen, but I appreciate each and every three of you. Um, please like my podcast wherever you can subscribe wherever you can give it great ratings uh tell your friends about it when you're doing those recommendation lists put my podcast on it i love you guys uh keep listening and um yeah this weekend i will be in fort mcmurray if you are listening or and are in fort mcmurray well, you're fucking in luck because I will be there next Friday and Saturday with the one and only Celeste Lampa. Um, I'm very excited. I think we're bringing another girl along and I think another lady is hosting. So it's going to be like this crazy, amazing all-female comedy show in Fort McMurray. People, guys are going to walk in and be like, is this the strippers? <laughs> no, guys are going to come in and respect us because we demand it. <laughs> But yeah, I'm really excited for McMurray this Friday and Saturday at Bailey's Pub. If that means anything to you, come. If you know someone in Fort McMurray, send them my way. Tell them I'm looking for fun and they have to buy me a drink. Um, Yeah, that's all I have to say. You're going to love this episode or you're going to hate this episode. But I think it's a good one. So please give it a listen. Let me know what you think. I always love hearing what you think. Um, thanks a lot. Here is Kathleen McGee's A Hot Mess. With William Hannigan. Also hot mess. I am the guest. I'm very excited to have you on. I think you're very fun. Uh, you're you're a good time. We're not into the Grey Cup because you had no problem with me asking you to tape during Grey Cup. Oh, I don't give a shit about CFL. <laughs> it's so weird when they're like, have you ever watched it? Like the way they, like how big the ball is? I heard that the balls are bigger. Yeah, it looks like they're, they're like having a pillow fight. Like that's how big the ball <laughs> is. And so like all the plays, they just have to throw it as hard and as far as they can. What so like I don't get the like I don't get football period like yeah. I don't I don't I watch it because I come from rugby 
Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't understand. Like, you run ahead and then you have to go back? And yeah. This is so slow and so boring. Yeah, it is. It is really boring. And it makes for, like, better, like, more amazing plays. Right? But it's very strategic and it's all stopping. You know, like, they stop and it's organizing a play and it's very strategic and it's I just feel like it's a sport for overweight men to play because they can catch their breath. Yeah, it's like <laughs> <laughs> Is that what yeah. football is? It well half of it, yes. Same with that baseball. Was, you don't have to run that much. No. But I mean like if it was just overweight men playing yeah. football, that'd be hilarious. Although, like going for catches and stuff. Cause there's nothing hotter than a fat athlete. To me, I love fat athletes. Cause they're like they're they're like because you can be fat and be really fit. Yeah. I know that that sounds crazy, no, but... I, it- I like that idea, like, too. Like, uh, I like guys who, like, can drink and, like, smoke yes. and, like, their entire lives. And then and make they millions of dollars playing football, not CFL. hop in their car <laughs> and drive home. Like, yes. you know, like, it's like, wow, it's impressive. Yeah. Like, you know Steve McGovern? Yes. My buddy, uh, he's 35 and I'm 23, and uh, he can handle his liquor so well. Uh, like if he has four beers, he's like, "Hi, I'm Steve." Yeah. But if I have four beers, I'm like, "I don't know who I am." <laughs> My name is. Yeah. Is it? I don't know. You are a really, you are really fun drunk. This is what I'll say yeah. about you, and this is, I'm going to warn you now because you're a fun drunk in comedy. Uh, it will get away from you for a while because people oh, yeah. will encourage you to drink because you're fun. Yeah. And that happens to me all the time. Like. If I'm not drunk, people will be disappointed. That's happened before. Yeah, or they're weirded out. They're weirded out. Like, I wasn't drinking. I tried to see how long I could drink for a couple of years ago, and it was like, it lasted 46 days, but in the middle of that, I had to play the brand new Abbotsford Yuck Yucks, which was good. Now it's garbage, but they were mad that I wasn't drinking. Like, yeah. I, they were like, do shots with us. I'm like, I'm no, I'm, I'm not drinking. And they're yeah. like, fuck that, fuck that. I'm not drinking. I'm not drinking. And they're like, no, no, no. You got to drink. We've heard stories about you. You got to drink. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I really, I need to see if I can do this for myself. Yeah. Like, like, hey, I'm, I, I'm having a personal yeah, crisis. It's like, if you guys like me so much, <laughs> why are you doing this to me? Why are you forcing yeah. me to drink? Like, it's, it. that's the one hard thing about being a comedian that is a fun comedian. Yeah. Is that you're going to be expected to be that fun comedian until the day you die. Yeah. Like, well, like Marino apparently was like that where yeah. like, he, but, but he would like drink and then get violent. Like I don't get, I don't drink. I, I'm, I'm not violent or like, no, you're a fun uh, yeah, drunk. That's what I'm fun. saying. Like I'm a fun drunk for the most part when yeah. I'm like blackout and people are like, I can't drag this woman yeah, anywhere. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know then how we're going to get her anymore. home. No, yeah. then it's not fun anymore. Yeah. It's not fun anymore. It's like someone who puts coins into a machine and then it stops working. They're like, oh, fuck. We'll just leave it here, I guess. <laughs> I guess this one's out of oh, order. This one's broken. We'll just put an out in order sign yeah. <laughs> Please don't touch this. She is broken. Yeah. In, in every way possible. Yeah. All right. Let's go to another bar. But yeah, but it is like, I mean, you like to drink. I like to drink. And like when you get paid in alcohol sometimes. It's, oh, my God. And it's hard to say no when people want to buy you shots. after. I shouldn't yeah. be doing shots at all, period, in my life anymore because yeah. I can't because they make. I start doing shots. McGee leaves the building and her really? body stays, but her brain is like shots. I'm so old now. I'm getting old. Like, oh yeah, you're 23. You're fucking. You can do 20 shots my, yeah, all I'm night in long. My drinking you're in your prime <laughs> right now. You're in your drinking prime right yeah, now. Yeah, I know. And then you add like drugs to it, and it's like, <laughs> oh my god. Like all my like dirty Alberta friends, like we'll drink all day together. Yes, and then they'll you know. 
We drink all day, drugs. and then they're like, oh, we got to go home. We're like, I'll drink then. And I'm like, well, I'm going out now. I got to go do shows. Yeah. The other half of my day is starting. The other half of my day. <laughs> yeah. It is, it, is a, it is a crazy thing. I'm just like, I, like and that's something that uh, don't let it get away from you or it becomes like a horrifying problem. Because like, yeah. that's, don't get up on stage and be blackout drunk on a big show. Yeah. I don't but think it's, I've ever it's, done that. But it's well, like I this happened to me in Vancouver, like because I I uh, when I first started, I had like three beers once and I went up and I was like fumbling and and I was like, OK, no more. And then for like two years, I didn't. Yeah. And then I was in Vancouver and I was hammered. And Which I was show were you on? Eight and a half. Oh, I love eight and, and a half though. Yeah, like that, it was Alex. So good. So was good. Alex running that one? Yeah, it was at like, the time. Yeah, Alex was, was there. Yeah, he was still there. And I was like, like, like wobbling. Like I was so drunk. And I was like, oh fuck, this is gonna be bad. And then everything went fine. Yeah. And then afterwards, instead of being like, oh, don't want to do that again, I was like, I can do this. Yeah, that's, that's the drunkest I've ever been on stage. Is at eight and a half <laughs> because they encourage it. Yeah, I've I've been really drunk at that. But open mics, I don't care. But like, I mean, if I'm being paid, I would never dream of doing something like that. That's yeah. kind of like that's well, really my little up, sister but. is like she doesn't want to watch me do comedy anymore because like <laughs> she'll like come and she like afterwards she's like she's like yeah that's I could tell you were drinking and I'm like yeah but everyone else was like everyone like, else yeah. and people love it yeah people love it people yeah. love it when I'm fucked up yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I bet you she doesn't want to come watch you do comedy too because you have a hot little sister and the comics probably drive her like up the wall. Like yeah, they, they're probably well, disgusting. The nice thing is that she's been dealing with that her whole life. Yeah. So she like she like out thugs them. Yeah. So when they start talking to her, she'll just like stare at them and be like, Is that it? Like she just won't laugh at one of their jokes. And like my older sister was like that. She came to a show and Sterling, Sarnowski and I think Steve when he was single were there. And as soon as they saw her, they were all locked in. Yeah. And they start talking to her. And she's like, she's super funny, really into puns and stuff and just beautiful. So yeah. she's like giggling and laughing with them. And they're all like, like drooling. And I don't care because I'm standing. I know what's going to happen. And then so she like finished one of the drinks and they're like Sterling's in the middle of a joke. And she's like, mm, got to go. Bye. And then just <laughs> see it. And then like gives them all little hugs. And then watching them be like, what the hell? Like, like looking at their hands. Like what? I thought I had it. I, we, they all thought they had it. Oh she was my like, God. <laughs> I don't know what it feels like to be a hot girl. And I don't mean to say that I'm not a, yeah. a pretty or anything like that. But I, I'm not a hot girl. Like, I can't just, like, I can't just, like, uh, pick up and destroy a man in two seconds. Yeah. I mean, I can destroy him verbally. Yeah. But it's not like they were even, like. Well, it's, yeah. I think it, like, just from watching it, it comes with, like, a lot. Like, it means that in grade 11, you're losing your whole friend group. That's what happens in grade 11. Uh, it happened because to both of my sisters. Hot? Yeah, just attractive. And then yeah. they, that's when you start going to parties. And then you talk to a guy. And they're both like, they're not stupid. Yeah. Like, they have great personalities. And they're wonderful people. And they're very attractive. Yeah. So then they go and they will talk to someone's ex. Or, like, they'll just talk. Like, they'll and just the be themselves. Be catty. And then they all, all the other girls, like, group together and then leave them alone. But, yeah, I've, like, they still do get, like, the reward of being able to just make WHL players ball their eyes out. You know, oh, like, that's my dream. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. My dream is to just yeah. fucking make a shitty hockey player cry. Oh, they've made they've done that. It's too, it's too late for me now. I'm too old, and it never would happen. But, oh, that was my... Because hockey, some of the hockey players are the worst people I've They're ever so met in my bad. life. They're so bad. And so like, they would fuck over all of their friends, or, like, they'd oh. be, like, the notorious shitty guy. 
And then I'd hear about him because I'm a I'm like a year or two. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I'm a l- little younger than my older sister. So you hear about these like, you know, guys who are killing it, you know, like they're on their way to the NHL. And then my sister starts seeing them and then just like either stops texting them back. And then or like they'll leave like they've shown me voicemails of them crying like on the phone. Oh, my and that's God. beautiful. It's beautiful. Like. One of the, one of the, my sister told me in past, she's like, yeah, I met one of the Oilers like at a bar. Like she's like, I was at the ranch and like, ugh, it was so gross and whatever. And like, so anyways, like this guy's texting me and it was like a, I can't remember who it was, but it was like a, one of the big defensemen who like everyone knew about. And I was like, holy shit, you're, are you gonna, are you gonna see him? And then she's like, "Mm, no, he's being kind of like stabby. And then like, just like stop texting. Stabby? Yeah. That's like her word for like weird. That's my older sister's word for the weird. She was like, he's kind of stabby. So like, oh my God. so she just stopped texting an oiler. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I just want to like, so when fucking Kent Tilly tries to shit on, yeah. <laughs> shit on one of them, I'm like, <laughs> oh, too, bad, too, yeah, bad. too bad. You're not even an oiler. Yeah. And she doesn't give <laughs> yeah. a shit about you. I'll whisper into his ear. Like, I know you like the oilers. <laughs> <laughs> I know how much you like the oilers. Oh my god! Yeah, that's a, that's a powerful skill to damage male ego, the bad ones. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't want to see a nice guy get fucked over. Yeah, but also, kind of. What you want to see a nice guy get fucked? I over? love all of it. You I like love watch, you just watching watch men get destroyed. I love what it doesn't what? matter if they're good or not. <laughs> I don't give a Have shit. you ever been destroyed? Uh, by a woman you're 23. Have you been destroyed by a woman yet? You will I've been, be. I've been like I was a very like romantic like kid in elementary oh, like i would just fall my. deeply in love with girls oh, and they'd be so like cute. super weird so but by the time i got to high school i was like i had already gone through all my embarrassing moments what's what's embarrassing to like an elementary school like writing love letters and then a girl reading them to everybody oh, and then God. like or like one girl like uh she sent me her number but it was the rejection hotline oh, it, like one of those things yeah, yeah, but yeah. i was like nine so like <laughs> You were nine picking nine. up girls. Oh my god! I was god. trying to. So oh I my all god. my all my misses, like all my swings, like all the all the shitty times with girls happened like before I was like sixteen. Oh, so before you even had like emotional IQ or anything, you're yeah. just a kid. Like, <laughs> so then after sixteen, just crushed it. Like, oh just lit god. it up. When did you lose your virginity? How I old were you? Fourteen. Fourteen. Was fourteen? Yeah. Where? Uh, it was at a party. Yeah, uh, actually, yeah. this is like a bit of a thing. Hot. Um, Let's hear this. I want to hear you lost so your virginity. I, I went to a party, and uh, it was my buddy threw it. It was like right before high school, right? Like it was like a month before we all started. And there was this whole thing like if you were a virgin, you're going to get paddled as a freshman. And Ooh, I actually paddled. thought it was real. You know? I thought it, I watched Days and Confused too many times, and I was like... <laughs> I'm going to get paddled. So I was so panicked about losing my virginity. How? And then, wait, though. How did these people check if you... How do they know if you've lost they, your virginity? But exa- if I had thought of that... You're such an idiot. <laughs> yeah, Keep know, going. I Continue know. on. Yeah, you're, adorable, you're adorable little airhead. <laughs> Keep talking. So, so I go to this party, and then one of, I saw a girl and one of my buddies with his arm around her, and he was talking to her, and she just like... He was whispering in her ear, and she had this stink face on her. And then so I and everyone saved her. around then like it was house parties only and that's the only time you could like hook up with a girl yeah. or like do anything bad. So everyone was like talking to girls and stuff and it used to make me mad because I just wanted to party and shit. And so I just like went and sat and like scooted in between them. Oh. And he got mad and I put my arm around her and then I just to I was more doing it to like piss my buddy off. Yeah. Right. 
and then and then she liked that and then we wound up having sex in my buddy's like cold storage room downstairs. Oh my god! But I was fourteen and drinking, so yeah. I don't really remember a lot of what's going on. And she was on her period. Ew, no! So she went to the bathroom and like took her tampon out and then came back <laughs> in. And then so we had to, and like I remember like coming to like inside of like not coming inside of her, but like coming like <laughs> while you were inside. Yeah, of her. while I was inside, of, like kind of being like, "What's happening?" Like this is warm and like you know, like, <laughs> but it's everything's dark and like. No one's having fun, like whatever. And then afterwards, I, I like, must. It's dark. No one's having fun. I must be losing my virginity. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then uh, I go like uh, I was nervous. Like I, we, I wasn't wearing a condom. And then that's uh, so dumb. Yeah, I know. But I mean, we're here now, so everything's fine. <laughs> she had and, the abortion. It's yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she was on her period. I don't know if that. I don't know what it means. I mean, but I don't think I think it's harder, but I don't ever rule anything yeah, out. I didn't like blow a load and like <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> pulled out of whatever, and then and then I finished in her mouth, and then and then <laughs> which no, is like, wait, wait, like she sucked on your dick yeah, after it was in her period vagina. Yeah. Oh, this poor baby. Why? How, was she your She's age? A sweetheart. <laughs> Where, did you grow up in Sherwood Park? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you fucking yeah. Sherwood Park little twits. You yeah. were all like these little rich kids. You were all pretty rich. Living in Sherwood Park, but you were around a lot of rich kids. No, we were around a lot of rich kids. But like people I hung, like the rich kids didn't really like drink. Like I went like in high school. They had no reason to. Things were great yeah, in their life. Everything was fine. <laughs> they had nothing to drink. They had no reasons to drink, you know? Oh they had God. quads and That's trampolines. That's such a Sherwood Park girl move though to suck a period. Day. Yeah, but Honestly, what a killer. Like, sweet girl. Did like, you talk to her? Or did you date after her? Or was this just like, No, what so what happened yeah, was... Uh, and my buddy made wound up making out with her after, like... Yeah, I love this girl. On the couch. Oh. I know. And, like, oh, my God. She's a sweetheart. She's, like, also really cool and stuff, too. Okay, like, cool. And then, so he made a... So in the morning, we both woke up, and me and my buddy looked at each other, and we were like, I'm not going to tell if you don't tell. And he was like, yeah, we're both kind of in this. So... Then we didn't say anything, and we were staying at our mutual friend's place, and she was upstairs eating Cheerios, and there was blood all over the cold storage room, like all <laughs> over, like it looked like someone got stabbed in there. Like, oh it was, she kind of did. Kinda did. <laughs> and then she got stabbed by a dick knife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little pink knife. Uh, <laughs> Little pink, pink knife. knife. <laughs> oh and my then, God. Uh, and then my buddy, who was my best friend at the time, whose house it was, whose parents' house it was. Oh God! He, I asked him for like cleaning supplies and stuff, and he told me he's like, "Don't worry about a man. Like, I'll clean it up. Like, you don't have to worry about this too much, right?" Like, kind of made it sound like he wow. was doing me a favor. And then he wound up telling everyone. Uh, I was my nickname was like Red Ranger for a long time. Uh, like everyone in high school knew, and I felt so bad because her and I stayed friends after that. We hooked up one more time. But we kind of we kind of got close because everyone would make fun of. They'd be like, "Did you really do that?" And I'd be like, "Yeah." And they'd be like, "Oh, well." But then they'd just go right up to her and call her a whore, <gasps> and like, you know, like. See, this is what sucks about being a girl. Yeah. Because you. And what's awesome about being a guy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at you, so happy. I'm glad I'm a guy. But no, like what you said. So she. The thing is, she you like you're like she's fun. She's cool. She's a. Like, there's nothing wrong with being a girl that likes to, like, hook up with a guy and his friend in the same night. That's, I've done shit like that before, but yeah. it's always the girl that gets called a whore. Yeah. And the thing that I wish that, I mean, I think it, it's starting to sink in with men. 
But I think if you guys are quiet about shit too, yeah. and you are, and you don't call girls whores or make them feel dirty about yeah. enjoying sex, I know you can't see anything. I have so a notepad out right sex. now. Yeah, you're writing this up. <laughs> you're gonna get so much more sex if you don't make women feel bad about doing it. Yeah, if you're just discreet and whatever. And that's what I like. We yeah. had tried to do, and like even but the buddy I other, made out with. Yeah. Or, no, I didn't. <laughs> the guy who we made out on. Yeah, we it was a weird night. It was actually for fourteen-year-olds. Pretty se- pretty progressive pretty, evening. Yeah, pretty body positive <laughs> for all. Positive. <laughs> for these fourteen-year-old kids at Truett Park. Oh my um, god. He didn't say anything, and when I traced back the source, it was the guy whose house I was staying at that yeah. was like telling everybody he also left everything. And he would have parties and then not invite me, and I'd find about out him about uh, find out about them later. And from other people, they I'd be like, "How did you find this out?" They're like, "Ty brought us downstairs and showed us." So it's like he kept it on display for like six months. That's disgusting. It's, oh, it's fucked That's up. That's crazy. And so we, her and I, stopped hooking up after a bit because she like. It was like she was tired of being called a whore for enjoying herself. Yeah. And yeah. like she was losing friends. And then, you know, like it's high school. It's like that's how she started high school. And Ugh. then so she'd go through friends and then guys would be like just automatically think she's like a huge whore or whatever. So they just like treat her like shit. Yeah. Or Fuck like her, try to treat her like shit. or yeah. try to finesse her yeah. into a relation. And then when she was like, no, I'm not going to suck your dick like immediately. Then they would like call her a piece of shit, you know. Like, oh yeah, you already know all the things that they did. I know how men behave. Yeah. So we <laughs> stayed. Yeah, we stayed friends for a little while, and uh, uh, and then once I left for university and stuff, like I'd see her once in a while, but we were good friends for a little bit. Uh, I felt really bad for. Her. Um, are you gonna message her when you get home and just say, "Hey, I hope things are good for fuck? you." <laughs> <laughs> You well, up? You, know, you are such a dude. Are you up? Like, fuck? <laughs> you, you up right now? Or don't you have a girlfriend? Mm. Yeah. I have a girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, you have a girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. And I actually, that girl, like, uh, I like, I, lo- I, I, I really like her because I, I saw her at the bar and we did hook up one more time recently in the past year or so, and like things aren't cool with us now. Yeah. But it's like aren't I saw her, they were they they aren't now okay. because uh, well we went to the bar she like fist fought her friend at Funky Buddha and then. They like, yeah, it was crazy. She fist fought her friend at the Funky Buddha. That is not the name of Will's album. That is (laughs) something that happened on White Avenue in Edmonton. (laughs) It was hot as fuck. Like her just like pumping her. Because like we were dancing together and everything was going fine. And then her friend came up and was like, I'm going. Bye. And then like, and then I'm not going to say her name. And oh, I think everyone now knows just, her name. Her <laughs> name was Miranda. That's her name. And so, yeah. And then so she like went to get after her friend. Her friend was like, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. And like, and then so uh, was like grabbed her jacket and was started pulling her on the stairs. And then like started, they started throwing hands. And so I just got my jacket from Kochek and the, the, that girl, one of the girls had my ticket. So I just like looked at the coat check lady and I was like, I don't have my ticket. It's this coat. She was like, well, I can't. And I was like, my coat check ticket is in one of the, and she looks over these two girls are like just beating the shit out of each other. So she gave me my coat back. They got kicked out. I walked out with them, went and bought them some hot dogs. They, so they fought and then you, they made up and you bought them hot dogs. They didn't make up. I bought them hot dogs. They were both angry at each other while they were eating hot yeah, dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. And then, and then after once but I they mean, got that's to the, how to stop a fight, buy people hot dogs. Oh man, it's yeah, just get a little food in them, like calm them down. And then I thought, like, I was like, okay, hey, this is the end of the night. It was really fun. I love chaos, so like you, 
clearly love chaos. Love I, it. I've known you for a little bit. I don't know you extremely well, but I feel like you're a chaos lover. Love chaos. Do you love drama too? Don't love drama. Chaos. Is, how is chaos different from drama? Well, chaos is like I love fights. I love uh, anger. I love like uh, people flipping out. I love because drama is like every to me. It's everyone just not fighting. Yeah. You know, it's like I like when cars crash and I love all that stuff. Drama is dealing with the insurance and exchanging information okay. after and finding out who's at fault. That's drama. Yeah. You chaos, like the beginning of drama. Yeah. That's chaos, chaos is blowing a red light when you're passed out of the wheel. Like that's what uh, that, I haven't done that. Okay. No, good. No, no, no. But I mean, Christ. Oh my but God. I mean like that's, that's the difference between chaos and drama. It's like yeah. the actual chaos. And then the drama is always, after it do you like to watch those videos on reddit on that like are you on reddit at all ever yeah yeah do you do you go to the watch people die thing is no do you, no that's, I don't a, like that's watching, a subreddit yeah i mean like i watched one thing by accident yeah. of like a man jumping from a building and i think it scarred me for life yeah it's <laughs> like, really I don't upsetting know how people watch that shit over and over all day. I don't know. How, yeah, I don't know. I would never be friends with that person. Well, that person is a psychopath, I guess. But but I, like, <laughs> I the first time I saw it was like uh, on Facebook. As you scroll, they'll just start playing a video, and it was a guy, and I was like, saw it, and it looked like a like sort of like a terrorist threat video or something like that. And then they just started literally sawing two guys' heads off. Yeah, I don't like. And that, then like, ugh. and also like with a machete, like they were hitting it, and like the it took like twenty blows before, and like. I didn't even like say like I'm okay with watching this. It just came up on the. But it's the no, same I don't. As when you watch that one that there's that, bud, someone who shoots himself on camera in like the 70s. Oh God! And no, I've, I I've never seen it that ha- like, and I was like, what am I watching? And no. then all of a sudden I'm like, oh my god! No, I don't. I don't like that. I don't like no. fetishizing like. Okay, good. That stuff. Thank God. I just no. I didn't think that was you. No, I just no, <laughs> not at all. No, like because those people have dead eyes. But you, you know? like you're the guy that watches a fight and enjoys it. Yeah, I'm like, like, well, then fight then. Like, yeah. if, like two guys are like, I hate the part of talking. You know, you just want to solve it with fists, or just go away. Yeah, like either fight or shut up. Yeah, like I like it happened when I was out with Mike Lynch. Uh, this weekend. Oh, I fu- I, he's my- got. I gotta get him on this podcast. Mikey Lynch is so funny. I love to tease him and call him. I'm like, you're not a comic. You're just a YouTube star. When oh, I think he's a brilliant. Oh comic. yeah, I he's but he's he is so successful and so like so awesome. So, he's so talented. He can he's play so music. Talented. He can kind of sing. He like yeah. all this stuff. I made fun of his haircut, <laughs> and it actually broke his heart a little bit. No, and he's yeah. this, that's another thing. He's the biggest sweetheart in the. I know. World. I was, he he like yeah. So he sells out this whole tour. Yeah, like he sells out. He this, sells He out. sells the whole Don't tour. Don't let out. Brian and Colin feel bad, but he sells. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. Of those like things they're out. all great comics. Yeah, he's. But, it's cool that he's bringing his friends. And giving them oh, the yeah. exposure to, and but he, he will is doing never it. say that either. Of course he would. He'll he's very humble. It's that. ridiculous. He's just like he's going to be a yeah. star. He's yeah. He should be. He's he he's be. great. And I'm, yeah. but I was like, uh, it's like you must have made a bunch of money off that tour, eh? And he was like, he like puts his head down. He's like, well, I, I did okay, and you know, it's it's fun. Like you're selling out theaters. I think you did theaters. okay. Did, they did an arena. Yeah, you know, like and it, like it's crazy. And I'm like, so all that money, and you can't afford a good haircut. <laughs> And he, and he like held his head oh. and like, and I was like, Mike, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, held him. And I was like, I'm sorry, dude. And he's oh. like, oh, like, he's such a little fucking angel. I love it. I, this is what I love. Of, I love sensitive little comedian boys. 
I do too. Just like, you're a little bit like that. You're a little, I, yeah. You're a sensitive little comedian boy. I am. Yeah. I am. As much as I just said, like I love chaos and no, fighting and stuff. No, you're a sweetheart. Like you yeah. are a sweet, a sweet person. You're not one of those like. There's there's like so many different characters in comedy, yeah. but you're not one of those dickhead dudes that comes in and is a complete I'd, piece of shit to everyone. I'd I'd like as much as I'd like to see a fight. Uh, e- I'd even more like to see two guys crying it out, and hugging each other. Oh, I would. I love that. I love like I like I love uh, emotional conversations. Are you in touch with your emotions? Yeah, not. Uh, like, Can you talk about your emotions to people? I can, but I'm learning that I'm actually like pretty emotionally unavailable uh for a lot of like i'm yeah like i i do like doing it but it it takes me do you go to therapy have you ever done therapy or anything i i did it once yeah Yeah, i did it once one session and i'm fixed so (laughs) i know i did it once too and uh only because it was free i can't afford to pay for it but my boyfriend just got a promotion and guess what this bitch Benny's? is getting benefits. Oh! This bitch is getting benefits. That's I'm so sick. excited. I, I'm I'm so excited to be a common law wife. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. It's a, it's one of the best things. That's, that's the ever one thing I don't us. like. I'm because I I the last time I had a job with benefits, I got benefits yeah. and I got fired two days later. Like oh no <laughs> yeah what a bunch of dicks they were like. That's awful. Yeah, they were such jerks. They were like, uh, show up on time. Like, we're going to be able to go and go to therapy because that's part of it. You could write so that into it. It's yeah. awesome. But I went once to, like, free therapy. <coughs> what are what that's like? It's is awful. That, is First, that like a pro bono oh, lawyer? It's, it, it is. It is like, it's like night court, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like that show. <laughs> yeah. It's like just Marky Potts was like, my... They have more problems. You're too young to know about any of this. No. Marky Post was my uh, therapist. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that is. But exactly. That's I'm sure it's cool. hilarious. You fucking idiot. Learn about <laughs> it. Learn. Get into it. Anyway. But I went and it was like this woman and then she, there was a dude in there and she's like, oh, this guy is a student and is it okay if he sits in? I'm like, yeah, let's everyone get entertained. But yeah, what the fuck's yeah. about to come out of my mouth? <laughs> and so I like basically I just. She asked me a few questions and then I just talked and like emotional vomit came out and I was yeah. just like ba- bawling my eyes out. And then at the end of me talking for like an hour and a half, this lady's like, well, I think we see a pattern with you. I think I see uh, there's something that is a constant uh, whenever you're at your worst. Uh, it's because of a man. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. It is. Every time I get that deep also kind of sounds like something someone would say after they zoned out. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> like, what do you mean? <laughs> like if they zone out in a conversation, yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. yeah, well, you got to do what you got to do. And like, <laughs> what are you going to, what's going to happen? Like, you got to like, you know, choose your self-care is good. Self-care. <laughs> and uh, I heard you talk about men a couple times. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> so you're you saying probably, my therapist zoned out on me? Yeah, yeah. And then oh. like snapped back and was like, oh, yeah, men are, yeah. Men are uh, the worst. Whoop. Get you rid gotta, of men and get a happy life. You got to figure that. You got to figure this shit one. out. You're in the middle of a couple things. There's stuff going. <laughs> like it's. You could be a therapist. <laughs> yeah, or a CEO. <laughs> or a CEO of a company. Yeah. You don't have to listen. To anybody. I can honestly. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> Look at me. I'm the CEO. I'm a little, of little, myself. Just a little white boy with red cheeks. I can do what. Are you a ginger? Uh, you know what? You're um, like a deep ginger. Yeah, you're like I, a hairy uh, Prince Harry ginger. I don't have freckles. No, I'm very pale. 
You're not and that my pale. and when the light hits my hair correctly, it looks it's reddish. a little red. I have that's like me. I have like my hair is a little yeah. my natural hair is a little bit reddish. Yeah. But and yeah, people I'm not like a call me a but it's like that's the thing is like if like people if they call me a ginger it doesn't hurt. No. Like uh Okay, this might be <laughs> No, I want to hear it. If okay. this, I love it when people are like, know. this might be not... Okay, okay I'm, I'm it. comparing it to something that I <laughs> probably shouldn't have. But, like, my my uh, my dad has a friend um, uh, named Ed. And I'm not going to say his last name, but he's very successful. Uh, he came from... Uh, Stalmac? Go- no. Alberta's premier? No. One-time premier? Probably no. my dad's friend, though. Okay. <laughs> he's an old white guy. He's probably friends with my dad. <laughs> and... <laughs> No, as Ed, he started a very successful construction company. He came from Ghana like 35 years ago or whatever. And my dad are best friends or whatever. But my dad calls him Ed the N-word. But, he, yeah. So he does that and it's like, it's fucked up and it's wrong and it's all these things. And is and it a so, soft, is it an ah or an er? No. I don't think my dad has any rhythm. Oh, he, and he says no, this to his face? Oh, yeah. And, and then so... Which is like I know it's horrible. I'm not saying this like no, 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 no. I know, I know. But I and I. um, So then one day where I walk over to his office and they used to have an office like uh, their their shops were right beside each other. Yeah. And they are really good friends. And he wouldn't just say it over and over. He would just like be sometimes that he would say it, and my dad would just start laughing and laughing, and had to just sit there and be like, "Well, I just gotta whatever. He's (gasps) he's my best friend, so whatever." So he said it once in Ed's office. And uh, and then it was like I was like, Dad, what the like? You can't say. And my dad's like killing himself laughing. And Ed's like, Hey, don't worry about this because uh, I don't associate myself with that word. That doesn't bother me. But I'm he, from yeah. I'm from Africa. I'm from Ghana. I, I and he's like, I'm, I've done very well. I've yeah. uh, paid my tax. Like I don't I don't associate with that word. I'm African, and that's not a word that I identify with. Yeah. So when your father says that, that doesn't upset me. I know it's, I just don't associate with it. And uh, I was like, oh, and then my dad looks over to me. He's like, see, he says I can call him a. <laughs> oh, my God. That, and that, but that's the problem with old white men. Yeah. Is that they, they just do whatever they fucking want. And then yeah. like, you're, and Ed clearly doesn't like it. No. Clearly. Because he's like, I don't associate myself with doesn't, that. So there's no way yeah. he likes being called that. No, he that. doesn't like it. But these old white guys are like, no, he you said see? it's fine. Yeah, he no, said it's my fine. son's gay. I can call. I can say yeah. that f word whenever yeah. I want. Like it's just weird. But this is like the. Yeah. But this is how like it happens with generations. Like my grandfather is, was like one of the nicest people in the world and the kindest people. But he he always called um, Chinese people. Chinaman, which is I don't like saying that. <laughs> I don't. My dad did it's the gross. same thing. And, and by I, my grandpa, I would always be like, "Grandpa, you can't use that word. You can't use that term anymore. That's not." I thought that's what Chinese people were called until I was like fourteen. <sighs> this is our problem with being raised by racist white. People. Yeah. Oh my god. But it's so, not even that they're. But like, my, and then my dad's argument would always be like, "Well, he's a man. He's oh, from China." No, I'm like, "That's not. Funny. He's not from China." <laughs> That guy's like Vietnamese. He's from he's from Edmonton. Yeah, like, he owns the Vietnamese restaurant yeah. we're in, yes, and you're calling another, him a Chinaman. That's why like, I find that like it's really like I find that that white people are really ignorant. Like, oh yeah, and we're raised by ignorant people sometimes. Yeah. That or we it's in, in our families. Yeah, and we've all got that one terrible relative that's yeah. just a terrible person, and they're using those terms. But like the thing about like my grand 
saying that kind of stuff. I'm like, well, that's because that's kind of that is what they called him when he was a kid. Yeah, it doesn't mean it's okay. Hey, yeah, but it's just, then you understand why, where the yeah, brain is I, going. And I, I will. I get frustrated terrible. at like uh, white people who like act like they can't even understand what's happening yeah. when someone says that. Yeah, it's like you're. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to be all these things. But like, that's the frustrating thing. Is like. My mom and dad are are racist, but uh, don't forget that I love them. Yeah, you know, and they've cared for me, and they've been very good people. Your parents are you saying you're calling your parents racist? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's very yeah, yeah. Sherman Park of you. Well, well, they are. <laughs> they are. They're not like wearing hoods and shit. But they're the, so but they just say terrible things. Like or? yeah, she'll like my <laughs> I don't my know. Mom will, my my mom will, my mom <laughs> she'll like make me dinner, give me a hug, and like invite my friend like she's so sweet yeah and then i'll ask about her airbnb people upstairs and she's like uh, well you know and i'm like what and they're like she's a, they're chinese and i'm oh like oh my god yeah and she's like well you know what they're like and i'm like no what are they like and then she, like then she's like uh, and then doesn't have an answer and then our evening continues yeah so it's like i don't know i i i, I was telling marito that i want to do uh i want to do a podcast called like uh or like something called like snitching on white people yeah like like a, a, like as if i've been wearing a wire to a family yeah, every yeah, family yeah, reunion because yeah, yeah. i hate when people especially white people and they're a lot my age yeah uh they'll try to disassociate themselves from everything that's happening and they'll just say that's racist that's racist that's racist but they're doing that to make themselves look not racist and not be culpable yeah. And it's like, you're going to be at fault at some point. And it's better that you just, like, say what's going on. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's, I don't know. Do you know what I, I'm saying? I, I get really frustrated because I don't, I like, I don't know what I can, what people can do to 100% change. I don't know how to change people. But I do see every day, like, it is, it is really upsetting to see how some people still treat other people because of who they are. Whether it's racist, homophobia uh sexism yeah. and it's like i can't believe like i mean all of this shit is happening and people n- now more than ever have a platform to speak and say what it's like to be who they are and yeah. you learn way more like the serial the podcast serial has a season three right now you ever watched have you ever listened no. to that one so right now they're doing stories from a phil i think philadelphia courthouse or something it's horrific to hear that these like black men are going they get into the court system before they even turn 18 and they yeah. can't get out and yeah. they can't get out and they're giving them felonies for having yeah. marijuana and miss. And like, it's just like, it's so upsetting. It is. It's what so, they do, it's just to hold people down yeah. and it's so gross. It's, it's so upsetting and it's so like, like as like, uh, how much time do we have? We, I, we have whatever I have time we I want. So bad. Can I, can oh, do you want to pee? Yeah. We're going to pause this. Okay. Uh, this is a, he got really serious for a second. Um, and I'm going to go gonna work up my confidence to say the N word on a podcast. No, you are <laughs> not. Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to get so many letters. Okay. Pause. <laughs> okay. William right. Pede. Okay. We're good. Yeah, we're back. We're not, we don't want to say the, no, no, <laughs> I was just kidding. And it, but I mean like it is, it is this like weird. This is the problem with like white people is that they don't realize that some of the things that they think is like, oh, it's not that big of a deal, but it, yeah. it is a big deal. It's like it's if somebody huge. found your the thing you hated the most about you and kept calling you that as a nickname. Oh, I live with a guy like that. You live with a guy. <laughs> well, I used that, to. Then you know what it's like. Then you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't. That is like, yeah. But that is like. 
Well, yeah, and I'm well. I've been thinking about this a lot, and 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 honestly, like uh, just from what we do, like with comedy and stuff, and like the type of people I associate with, like I have I have friends that, um, you know, that I was with last night that are like super, like we'll say ignorant things. They they're very ignorant people, and and then I also have friends that are very progressive people. Yeah, but they're both of those friend groups are white people, you know, yeah. and like. And if, uh, like, I don't want to act like my parents are not racist. Like, they are racist. And they do say these things. And I don't want to uh, cuck myself out. And, and uh, I don't want to sell my family out. Yeah. And, or deny that they're... Like, I don't want to deny that they are racist. I don't want to deny that white people are racist. Like, I understand the whites. Like, I understand it. <laughs> yeah. Right? But I think it's I think it's as racist to um, act like you're confused as a white person about racism. How anyone could ever say yeah. that when you fucking hear it all the time? Yeah, you know, from your family. Yeah, and you're just not sharing that. And you're like, no, but the world isn't racist. I'm like, have you sat at a family dinner <laughs> recently yeah. with grandma? And like, they're like, uh, like they have, and yeah. that's uh, it's like they're false allies. Right, because I'd rather just tell someone that I come from a racist family than be like, "Oh, really? Someone did that to you, or said yeah. that to you? Someone said the N word to you? Yeah. No, he really like. I'm not gonna, act like, yeah, they will say it here, and I'm sorry that that happened, but yeah. I'm not gonna act like, you know, that that confused. Do you get what I mean? I totally get what you mean, and but I think that like it's something that like, I think that white people need to take a fucking step back and have a, a look at what they how they behave and yeah. it's it is it is very problematic and upsetting with most I just don't know how to help That's exactly what Because I I, I don't want to like uh like cultural appropriation yeah. like I don't want to which is what happens I feel like anytime there's something cool it's because black people have made it cool oh, yeah. music cl- fashion and white people just copy it all the time. Yeah. And we ruin it. <laughs> yeah, ruin it. And I also hate, like, uh, I have a friend who, like, is, like, a hip-hop head. Like, super into mm-hmm. hip-hop and listen to old school stuff and, like, all this stuff. And it's, like, it's like it's fine that you like that. But it's, it's also, like, I don't know uh, what the word is for it. It's, like, kind of gross to look at him and talk to him, like, as if... He understands now. He's like, oh, I understand like more about black culture. We will never understand what it feels like yeah. to be a black person. And it's like just because no you, matter what, yeah, no matter you, what we watch, no matter what the stories we hear, you'll never, you'll never know what it feels yeah. like to be a woman. No, you won't. You'll never know. And and your your and, iTunes playlist and uh, the clothes you wear and the way you decorate or the way you talk, uh, those aren't replacements for a personality. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. Uh, White people are so bad for it. And also, I want to let people know that how bad it is. Like, it's really bad. Because if you're outspoken enough, then the people around you won't tell you what they actually think. Yeah. So, I have a face that is, uh, for some reason, like, racist. Like, they don't... don't What do you mean you have a face? No, but, like, I always get, like, where the, like, you know, the guys, like, look, like, left and right to check if anyone's around. They'll be like, yeah, but you know about the... And they'll... I just have... I don't know what it is. Like, because you're a white guy. Yeah, okay. Well, there it's it is. It's nothing to do with your face. It's just people... People. I mean, and I don't know what it's like with other cultures. If if they slam 
us or whatever. I don't. I think that the whole world needs to start being a little bit more understanding of everybody's situation. Yeah. But I also think that white people need to be like, we have really well, taken white, and that's the thing about racism is that stuff for granted. Racism, like they don't say it when everyone else is like they like. I was in Fort McMurray. And a guy came to sell his coke named Joe, and uh, <laughs> and okay, cool. and uh, and and Joe was uh, I had a thick uh, accent. Uh, he's African or something like that. But he's sitting with like newfies and like a bunch of Alberta yeah. trash and me and yeah. you know all of us together. And everyone's like talking and hanging out, and I'm sitting like chatting with this girl who looks inbred and like just big fucking <laughs> underbite, like you know whatever. <laughs> Just dirty, chapped lips, like just disgusting, and and then Joe gets up and goes to the washroom or something like that, and uh, she leans over to me and she's like, uh, "I'm like a little, like I'm like so, sort of racist," and I was like, I just started laughing. I was like, "No, you just are racist. You're not sort of. You no, are. you just are racist." She's like, yeah. "No, no, I just don't like." And then she said the n word, and I was no! like, "Yeah," and like, oh, but only because he, only because he left. No. You know what I mean? Oh my God. Which is like, it's super upsetting and it's wrong and stuff. But like, I don't know my part into, like, I don't want to deny that this is happening. It happens all the fucking time. Yeah. The only thing you can, I think the only thing you can do is just to, when someone does something like that, be like, that's disgusting. You're yeah, a disgusting you're person. Fucked. And like, so we went back to one of their trailers. and uh, You went back, you went to whose trailer? One of their, one of the Newfies trailers. Cause she was like born in Fort Mac. Like she's like, well, I'm Fort Mac born and raised. So whatever. Who cares? Uh, yeah. Oh, I fucking people so, are so dumb. Her jaw sucked. She had big under whatever. Her jaw sucks. <laughs> but we Terrible get back jaws. to one of the trailers and I go out for a smoke after having to like, I want to wrestling a guy like it was fucked. Yeah. Um, but we're out, I'm outside and then Joe comes out for a smoke and it's just him and I. I'm like, dude, how are you? Uh, how are you with these people? Yeah. Like, and he's like, he's like, I know what they say. He's like, they're not my friends. I made a thousand dollars off them tonight. Good for him. And I was like, sick. Fucking good for him. That's awesome. Then we shared, like, we shared a cab or whatever, home. But it, it's like, ah. That's. I mean, that's. I feel like I've had, I've had those experiences as a woman, where I mean, I've been treated like shit by a lot of dudes. So, you know, like I don't I don't have a lot of sympathy for men sometimes, which is a a flaw, but I can understand why like yeah. why I mean, if you've been treated like crap by white people your whole life, you're like, "Fine, I'm just yeah. going to take your money, you fucking idiots." Yeah. And do it. That's that's the chaos I love. That kind that's of shit chaos is cool. I love. And also like I will say like with a lot of the me too stuff happening when people whenever anyone brings up like what if they're innocent? It's like, "Who gives a fuck?" Like and this is like a personal opinion and I love chaos like love innocent like if an innocent man gets got yeah oh that sucks <laughs> you are the, yeah. the most controversial you, episode of all time well like you don't like yeah you don't deserve it but like oh oh uh oh <laughs> like you're done like, yeah and then you know like uh, when people debate it or like there's not like a charge late or yeah. like I think you know what I'm talking about like in a lot of Vancouver people. or whatever yeah. it's like uh, even if he is innocent uh, well that oh, whoops oh that's uh, like yeah it's I don't uh, I don't feel empathy for uh, victims of movements you know because how many other movements like white guys shouldn't be uh like exempt yeah. from being uh, innocent victims 
in other people's movements. You know, because there's been thousands and thousands so of funny. victims. You're saying the white guy should be just like fucked over the. <laughs> well, not everybody, right, but, but if everybody that, gets though, fucked over, my uh, thing about that though is like, if you are a truly good person and you uh, constantly have truly good intentions and like everybody yeah, fucks up small, you should be fine. Everybody, you should be fine. But like, the the majority of the people that have been called out, I mean, it's just like. I could yeah. see it happening. Yeah, I just like I, I know that person. I could understand why where this is coming from. Yeah. So it's just it's really it's weird because like you know I, I just like, I think that 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 women that uh, call rape when it's not rape is really not helpful to other women. No, I think if a woman is saying I was assaulted by this guy and he like he did not assault her, that is would, an extremely terrible thing I, to and do. And I I think it sucks if everybody believes that guy. Or, like, knows that guy really well. And then I I think the only way, like, per, this is a personal opinion. The only way that sucks is if everyone's on his side. and on, If she's a, being a piece of shit and mm-hmm. calling false rape, but everyone believes her and that yeah. guy just whole career ends, I, I don't care. Do you know how I can tell if, uh, in my mind, this is how I can tell that, like, if someone has been accused of something that they're guilty of it. They lose their mind. They get angry. They they get so angry about it. If a, if a person did it, did something like that, and they felt bad about it, they would yeah. feel shame, and they would be quiet about it, and they would talk to that person and say, I'm sorry about what happened. Yeah. I fucked up. Like I understand yeah. pe- there, people make mistakes in their life, but if you get accused of something and you lose your mind and you freak out on all your friends and yeah. you block everyone and you, and you just like you get angry about it and then you countersue, then yeah, I feel like you're a little bit guilty. Yeah, and like Sorry. even if you aren't, like that's the thing is I don't like if you're gonna even get accused of rape. Personal opinion, that's like I don't care about your career. Like, yeah, fuck it, let it go. Like I am fine with it all burning for you. Yeah. When it happens to me, I'll be very upset. <laughs> but I don't feel like it would happen because I don't feel like just, you would. Yeah, but just that's kidding. What, you know what yeah. I mean? If, you're, if you are an actual good person, you know, like, I don't think you will have problems with all this stuff. I, I, I won't have problems. And if I do have problems, I don't know. I'm a, I can man up enough to just accept responsibility. And yeah. And that's the thing is, like. With with a lot of these guys, like if you look at Brett Kav- Kavanaugh and Al Franken, because they kept on getting compared. Well, Al Franken got accused of whatever he did, and he—I don't know if he admitted that he did it or not—but he kind of is like, "Fine, I'll resign. You're right. I'm not a good example for. I shouldn't be in my position. Yeah. If if this is, I people won't have faith in me." And then Brett Kavanaugh comes up. I did not. I like to drink beer. Yeah. I didn't fuck the. Yeah, you're fucking a guilty piece of shit. If you're yeah. freaking out that hard. You're spinning. <coughs> you're spinning around. When there's smoke, there's fire. And if yes. there's not fire, then I don't know, like the like I like uh the Louis stuff, I uh like I know what I think about all these things. Like I know what I think, but I like I don't share politics at the dinner table. That yeah. kind of thing. Like I think what I think and it's not gonna serve me to tell people about that. But yep. also uh, like with with Louis and stuff, like I don't know. Like if he, it's like if he comes out and people don't want to see him, then people don't want to don't want to see him. Like you, his you can't situation, do, 
you can't do anything right if you get accused. Yeah. There's nothing you can do no. except for like not exist anymore. There will, well, there will always be someone that's like, oh, he, he's a he's a monster. There will always be someone. But then I'm like, if you look at the two, cause so oh. my thing is like, he it's not the level of Crosby, right? This man masturbated in front of some women. I think at some of the time, like even Sarah Silverman said that it's just what he, it's not, and it's not excusing. I hate talking about this as a woman yeah. because you'll always lose women on some of this, but I can't tell you how many times <laughs> comics, male comics have whipped out dicks in front of me. And yeah. it's not like, it's so weird to talk about. Like I don't, I don't feel damaged by any of it. I felt a little embarrassed and like weirded out. But I have also been raped by two men. And that's a very different very thing. Diff- yeah, they're very different. It's a very different. And that's what's wrong with... That's what's happening right now is because finally people are listening to women and all the experiences that we go through. But it, you do also have to like... You, we, we also have to figure out how the degrees of what people have done. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm not saying that whipping your dick out and jerking off in front of a woman isn't a horrible thing to do. Yeah. I'm just saying it's not the same as pinning her down and putting your dick inside of her. It's yeah. a very, it, they're very different in different yeah. degrees. Yeah. It's, I, and it's I the way think murder is done. Like there are different degrees of murder. Yeah. If you murder someone like a little bit, <laughs> if you just kill them a little bit, yeah, you're like, sorry, you're sorry. I just <laughs> kind of catch you. But no, like there, there's like premeditated. There's acts like yeah. acts at manslaughter, it's, which is different. It's going to take a lot. It's, it's, it's going to take, take a long and time. And I want to say before this podcast ends, uh, fuck Daryl Mack. I want to. <laughs> I want to say that it's funny because nobody will know who Daryl Mack is on the yeah. listens to this. The only way you like, say you know what? about him, I'm not gonna have an opinion. But I, I I'm gonna I have. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with having an opinion. I think he's a very. I'm gonna. When he called one of the girls in Vancouver a troublemaker for speaking up, I was like, fuck this guy forever. Fuck I yeah, fuck forever. that dude. Fuck that guy for eternity. Yeah. Uh, and I have no problem like saying that like. Look him up. Don't say anything just, slanderous. He will. He will fucking try to sue that's you. That's okay. I'll go to Calgary and beat his fucking ass. Like no, I don't. He won't. <laughs> well, okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. I don't like. I don't care. Like he's like one of those. I I went on the road with him, and it just it was just me like clenching my fist because oh, he was started yeah. as soon as he started talking about it. It's like I have sisters, and I yeah. have when I went to university. What I learned, they were like uh, three out of every five girls get sexually assaulted. Uh, when I found that, and I was like, and that status is fucked because it's five out of five. I, and that's every, what I meant. every woman when has I, a story when, about something shitty happening to her. When I every heard woman. about that, I was like, wow, that's horrible. After I went to university, all of the friends that I had that were girls, it, all of them, yeah, it it was all out of all, and like it made me so mad when he would talk about it because I was like, do you know anyone with a false rape accusation? And he, he would say no. It's like, well, because I know. Every single woman in my life, yeah, who has a real story, and he's an angry man that uh, does not like women because of his past, and I'm sure he went through a messy divorce that really soured him on women. And um, I should have just killed him in the Yukon. <laughs> no, don't kill anyone. Please don't do that. I'm not going to kill anyone. I don't want violence. I don't want murder. But I do. I want a little bit of. But you, he needs to be told he's a fucking idiot once in a while. Like I had to block him on Facebook because I'm like I cannot read his comments anymore yeah. without well, getting infuriated. And yeah. it's, and it's and I'm, not healthy for me to be. I don't want to get riled up. Yeah, I'm just I'm I'm just being a dickhead. Like what I actually told him. He showed me like a really bad meme. And he of course. Me, 
And I that just, is the the shitty like right wing white guy thing. Oh my god! They share the dumbest yeah. memes. They Sh- have it's the like most next horrifying. time there's a rape accusation, instead of thinking about the girl, it was like think about your dad, your brothers, and the oh. sons. And he showed me this, I'm and getting, he's like, he's like, I don't need to talk know, about Joe sh- anymore. I'm just saying this, like, because I I know I'm saying like uh, talking about violence and like f- f- killing people and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. He showed it to me, and I just told him like, I'll get a flight out of here please do not show me anything more about that yeah for the rest of the trip yeah because it's gonna be really hard for me to be around you and that was at dinner in high level uh right before our show and he didn't bring anything up like he still put his tinfoil hat on for all his other conspiracy Ugh. theories but he didn't bring it up after that which is good because i was like yeah, I was so I yeah. I was talking to a friend. Ugh. I was talking to a friend, and he and he was like, "My dad is an insufferable, and he's a right wing Alberta guy. He's insufferable on Facebook. He shares the most horrifying things." And we were both like, "Facebook should have a filter for baby boomer males, <laughs> and maybe some of the ladies too." Where it's just like, I don't want to see anything from the baby boomers. I, I don't, <laughs> they don't well, know how to use I Facebook. Don't, yeah, they don't. They they, they like, have no clue that anybody can see their horrifying opinion. I wish like, because like, at least I'll respect like, I will say, like the my mom and my dad at least keep their opinions. To themselves. In their home. And they don't, you know, like I see it because I'm their son, you know? They're so like they'll manslaughter be racists. It's not, they don't mean <laughs> That's to be. so funny, manslaughter racists? <laughs> they don't mean to be, but it just happens. Uh, well, and sometimes oh, they I, mean to be. I really hope nobody gets really pissed off but at then, this episode, but I we are speaking if they, honestly if about. they do, like, yeah, send them, like. Not send them I'm going to send them your, no, no, no. Like, I'm like, going to talk to them, them my honestly. Fault. No, it's nobody's um, fault. It's a thing that, like, dialogues have to happen. Yeah. It does have to happen. In and everything. you know what they need to happen between two white people? That's It's that's very important that white people can talk. Yeah. <laughs> I've been saying that for a long time. Oh. I'm, I'm often embarrassed to be white. Yeah? Often, yeah. Yeah, well, it's embarrassing. But it also, like, when people talk about, like, why are so many white... Like, uh, I'm sick of, like, straight white men doing comedy, too. Like, it's boring as fuck. It is like, boring. It Even if I boring. watch someone who's like not that funny, I'm like, thank God, like at I'm least it's of, something I'm else. I'm just tired. This is going to be a controversial episode. I'm just tired of people that aren't funny getting work. I'm tired of that. Yeah, I mean, because it happens a lot. It happens a lot. You'll just see people that I'm like, how are you even on the road? Like, what is happening? How would, how are people paying to see you go up and bomb for 30 minutes because you could make a poster and said I'm a headliner. It drives me crazy. Anyway, this is—I'm yeah. going to get a lot of flack for this episode, or people are going to love it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just—I'm a very outspoken bitch. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I support all of it. Oh, uh, let's talk to. Okay, so we've talked about some heavy stuff. Yeah. Let's talk about something lighter. You recently got a DUI. DUI. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And that's the end of the episode. And it's been very nice to be here. Well, um, this is going to be a two. Up, this is going to be like a Sunny Dollywall two-parter. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm just texting my girlfriend back. She just called me. Okay. Um, You're just going to tell her I'm fine. I'm doing a pod. I just got a second DUI. And defending white people. Oh, no. you got to stop <laughs> saying shit like that. Just no. kidding. I know. I get. That's the problem. Yeah, is, you're though, getting panicked. Yeah, you get panicked. Because people can destroy you over a comment. That's yeah. It's such a horrible. Our society is just nobody's going to learn anything. It's That's just, true. I guess you, you have to worry thing. about that a lot more than I. I, I mean, do. I don't really even have a career to destroy, but yeah. it's just like people 
will take things. I know the wrong it's, way. but it's one of those things where it's like it's so ri- like. For me, it's like if if I'm. Well, granted, I like someone has to understand that I'm joking, yeah. but also like if you don't get the joke, like you're dumb. Yeah. You know. So it sucks when someone takes something out of context. Well, and that's the problem with the world today is everybody takes everything out of context. Yeah. Like, you know, and it's, it's it, crazy how they'll accuse you of being like problematic when it's like, well, that me, if you're accusing me of being problematic, but you didn't understand the joke, yeah. that means a stupid person is making a claim at something. Yeah. And it's like, then that claim is not valid because yeah. you're stupid. It is. It is really fucked up. And like, uh, so this is my thing about Amy Schumer's last movie, I Feel Pretty. I hadn't seen it yet. And I know that like a bunch of like bigger girls had a problem with it because they're like, this is bullshit. This is, this is just like exactly what it, what, uh, we're trying to fight against. But I, I don't think any of them had seen the movie. They just mm-hmm. saw the trailer. I watched the movie on a plane. It's not like the, the best movie ever, but oh my God, is it a great movie for women to watch? Cause it's basically just about this girl who she hits her head and then she all of a sudden gets confidence and she's like oh i'm so beautiful like she looks in the mirror she's like oh my god i'm fucking hot and just she's she never changes like yeah. it's not like they it's not like shallow hal where they like put her in a fat suit for half the time and then put her in Gwyneth oh, Paltrow's yeah, body right it's not like shallow hal it's like yeah. she never changes and all of her friends are like what is with you yeah, like so she's the like, premise is just she hits her head and then gets and a- gets confidence and then she hits her head again and loses her confidence. And then, and then she thinks she's like, "Oh, I thought I, I, I thought I was beautiful. I thought I was so beautiful." And then she realizes that she never really changed. It was just herself that. And but you mean like, as a as a woman, as a woman that has always been like a little bit not not like magazine attractive. I've always been a confident person, and it's yeah. always helped me, like, be the way I am. And like I think more women need to see that and see that like so anyway long story short that movie was actually really powerful and really good yeah and i think that a lot of people should see it. i think it got discounted by the group of people that should have never discounted it because they didn't see it yeah well it sucks like that's what bothers me yeah when people like you hear one thing and then you're like oh i'm not listening to the rest of this i don't want to hear how this is resolved i'm pissed off now just because like nothing is you know like nothing is like uh what a review is or like that nothing is it's like it's everything yeah and nothing it's like it's all sorts of things you know like your opinion is uh valid and also not valid Yeah, like it's all it's just a weird world it just sucks that when when people like hear but that's the human mentality is like uh well, everyone said this about that person. Yeah. So that's what that person is. But then you meet them and you're like, oh, they're not like that. Like, yeah. it's all, it all sucks. It all sucks. It is, uh, this, this world is pretty, it's pretty crazy. And okay. So when you got your DUI. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I need to, uh, one I'm more drink. I'm going to go get one more drink. You're is that okay? <laughs> can you talk in a moment? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to talk while you go Sorry. get a drink. It's okay. I, I did this with Alex Barling on that one episode where I asked him how he, Lost his eye, and then I left him on the deck to talk about his eye by himself for five minutes. Uh, and that was an excellent podcast uh, memory. Oh, now there's a line at the bar. I don't know what to say. I hope, I honestly do hope that uh, nobody is getting bent out of shape over this podcast. I think that we've talked about some valid stuff, and some of the stuff that we talk about is fucking gross and painful. 
But I think that people need to talk shit out more, way more, than tweet one tweet about it or go after people about things. You go after the shitty people, the people that do it over and over and over and are doing nothing to make anything better. But I don't know. I'm just scared for my non-existent career. Don't try to cancel me out because because Will started talking about his racist parents. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love everybody. Until you cut me off in traffic and then I fucking hate you. I don't care who you are. I fucking hate you. He's taking a really long time to get this beer. Um... I'm very excited to hear about his DUI. I've never had a DUI. I I wouldn't never I I don't think I would ever drink and drive. I'm not that kind of person. I think it's a horrible thing to do. Um and you're not allowed to be high and drive either. That's a bad thing in Canada. I asked this show and I was like, "Hey, who's upset about legalizing marijuana?" And this one one guy put up his hand. I'm like, "What's your problem with legalizing marijuana?" He goes, "Can't drive high anymore." And I'm like, "Oh my god." That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous and so funny, but ridiculous. So, you got a DUI. Yeah, I got a DUI. And you're 23. Yeah. Okay. Let's go over. Let this be a lesson to people. Let's teach people a lesson. Sure. So, what what happened? Uh, well, I will say, just don't go down a one-way bridge on Canada Day weekend. No. Oh, yeah. Well, like, and this is you like... Were, were you very drunk or just a little bit drunk? No, I'd be way angrier about this if I was less drunk than I was. Okay. And it's like... I, and you I, are going to say that you made a big mistake. I already know that it's yeah. like God took me off the road. Like, because... Jesus took the wheel and drove you right into <laughs> a... <laughs> really? though. No, like, if I hadn't been... Like, this, I, all of this is going to sound bad. And it doesn't mean I'm not sorry for it, but I'm, uh, and I am ashamed of it, Mm -hmm. but I, uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to hide anything out of it because it's what happened happened. and I don't think it, I'm not like they, you know, I was drunk. Yeah. I got a DUI. Like all of, like those are the facts. So I'm not, I'm just going to speak honestly on it. Because I, I honestly, like, I think it's happened to a lot of people. And um, I get that whole thing. I was like, I don't want to wait for a cab. My car is right here. I'm a, this is dumb. Like, I, I fucking get it. And I, uh, that's why I think things like Uber are great because it's cheaper. Yeah. I think it, it should be really cheap to get people home safely. Yeah. And that's how you stop drinking and driving. Yeah. But it's like when you, am I going to take a $40 cab home or am I going to yeah. take like a And I car? wish it was that. I wish. But you were just like, I just want to go home. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, the one time I have a couple of drinks. No. The one were- time I have a couple <laughs> of drinks and go, maybe I shouldn't, but I will. And then, oh, they nailed me. Was this a first degree DUI or a manslaughter DUI? This was, uh, I actually ran through a school. I No. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> no. No, I got, that's why God stopped me. Because, like, I chose the, the route I chose. Yeah. On the weekend I chose. No. Okay. But you're just, you're just throwing God into your DUI story for fun. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to get more listeners. <laughs> no, I just I believe in God. I'm not religious. Um, but uh, the route the route I chose the uh, all the signs all the everything. So basically, what happened? I left a show I was doing uh, to go back to my boss's place because I left a work meeting early. Uh, the job I worked at, my boss was like a huge drunk. It was landscaping. 
Super Alberta. And that happens. Like it's, lots of people I know, they'll they'll go and drink after work and then drive home. Still. Yeah, well, it was like it a work a meeting. I yeah. had to leave to go run the show. I ran, I said I'd come back after. I texted them saying I was, and they were like, they were telling me to come back. Yeah. it's not their fault for doing that. No. It's why uh, my response. All this is my responsibility. Yeah. Um, and then, got I was hammered. I don't remember the show. I still hear stories. You know, whatever. I hop back in the car. Uh, I went down like I have a drunk driving route to get downtown (laughs) and I didn't take that route. Yeah. I took uh, the worst route possible that was full of a traffic jam and I'm not going to blame it on the drinking. Uh, This is why I think it was God. Is there? I thought there was a traffic jam. Yeah. I thought there was an accident. Not a check I even saw cop lights and I was like, oh, someone fucked up. I was drinking in my car while it was happening. No, you weren't, Will. You were drinking in your car. Yeah. Well, I'm not on the road anymore, so. No, I already not, said. I already said. I, I'm no, not no, going to no. hide anything. I appreciate you being honest this. about about this because I think a lot of people and it and it is like and you said I do feel ashamed. Like I'm not you, but you would never do that kind of thing again ever if you got behind a wheel. Well, I can't. Are you like? Are you done now? You can't yeah, drive. I don't, I don't no. Okay, so I, what happens to somebody when they get a DUI? When you get a DUI uh, in Alberta, it's decriminalized. That doesn't mean it's legal. What it means, it gives like cops go more of a no. That's not that what that oh, means. Okay. It means that it gives them instead of like having a hard law of like point zero eight, anything under that is fine. Anything over that is not fine. Now between point zero five and point zero eight, it's up to the cops' discretion on whether or not uh, you're okay to drive. So they can impound your car. They can give you a, like a twenty four hour suspension. Yeah, they can give you a baby DUI. Or a baby Dewey as like uh, that's a manslaughter DUI. What? It wasn't intentional. I'm I'm not a lawyer. I don't know anyone. No, no. <laughs> a baby a baby Dewey is you get your car impounded for three days, and uh, you have no fine, but your license is suspended for a short amount of time. Yeah. Uh, big boy DUI is your first offense is it's a thousand dollar fine, a three hundred dollar victim charge, so it's thirteen hundred dollar fine. Uh, you're suspended for a year. Um, but you need a blow. You need to have a blow box in for a year. You have after to. You have. Yeah. You get your license back. Yeah. Now, wow. if if you hear anyone say like disagree with this, let me know because this is all I. This is as far as I know. All right. Yeah, yeah, so I, 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 I might mean, not be right. No, but you're, this is what you've gone. So through. So after three months, you can do an interlock program, right? So you can apply for it if you need your car for work or whatever like that. Uh, and you get a blow box installed, and you can start working on your year with the blow box uh, after three months. Blow box sounds kind of sexy, but let's not t- think it does. about it that It's way. very not sexy. <laughs> There's nothing. <laughs> like, can you imagine a whole night out with, uh, with a guy you just met him on his first day? And, like, just he's a like, minute. good guy. <laughs> yeah, one second. <laughs> like, so I, can, yeah. I can't start my car until I blow yeah. into this. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. So, yeah. So, did you get a big boy DUI? I got a big boy. You got a big boy. Yeah, because I was drinking all day at work because mm-hmm. I would like at work. I worked with a worked with a drunk and yeah. uh, we drank all day. I probably had like uh, between twenty and thirty drinks that day. Yeah, and uh, throughout the day and night. And then uh, I'm happy it happened because you. Didn't, I'm thankful. Well, not you're happy. You're thankful, thankful that you didn't hurt yourself or someone else. And too. also that I'm off the road now because I couldn't make the decision to not do that. What do you mean you couldn't make the decision not drink and drive still? No. I'm happy some like something took me off the road and got me out of because I 
like I couldn't make that. I was I was not legal on the road. Like this is generous. Yeah. Five out of seven days of the week. Oh my God! Well, people are gonna think you're the devil. The thing is, you're not. You're the nicest guy in the world. But don't be drinking and driving anymore. Well, yeah, no, I know. Yeah, and like I, I so feel you needed to have this happen to you. I yeah. Was I'm, it an eye opener? It was. I was just thankful. Yeah. Just so thankful that because I wouldn't have gotten pulled over. Yeah. It had to be a check stop. It had to be all these things that happened. And you would have got me yeah. out of the car, and I didn't hurt anybody, and I won't hurt anybody moving forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, like I, I already know I'm a piece of shit. You're not for I, doing it. The thing is, like, I'm not. Well, I'm just saying. Like, I already. It's not a like an honorable thing to do, but it is all. But it. But at least, like, you're you understand that it was bad, and like, yeah, yeah. it was good that you got off the road. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. And it was uh, as soon as I pulled in, I thought I like the entire time I got white guy confidence. Yeah. That's why I started stand up because I was like, why wouldn't a whole room full of people want to hear what I have to say? Oh my God, that's so true. That's why so many white guys exactly. That's why white guys are like, why wouldn't they? Who wouldn't want to hear my opinion? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's like because when when uh, sometimes when you ask white guys like, uh, what made you think you could do stand up? Not what made you want to do it. Yeah. But what. Why do you like if you ask a white dude who does stand up like why do you think you should be doing st- like why is it okay for you to, yeah. to do st- like they get, con- to say. they get confused they're like they've never asked themselves that question like what do you mean like yeah. why would everyone wants to know what I have to say yeah it's in my brain and I can say it and oh my I god I had so much like white dude confidence and uh, like the whole time like going up like there, there's so many signs and I'm so thankful that none of them clicked in my head to get away from yeah i'm so happy the last right turn i could have taken that i looked at and i was like oh, i'll make it i'll be fine and then went all the things like everything yeah I'm glad everything happened the way it happened uh that i'm off the road and then when i got pulled over like uh got you know brought into the thing and as soon as i started talking i knew i was they're like where are you going i was like uh i'm start uh i'm stopping downtown and then i'm I'm going to the West End. And as soon as I heard my own words, Slurry, I was yeah. like, I'm fucked. Yeah. And then, so they asked me to blow. Yeah. And I said, no. And they, uh, like, they... Re- you can they, say no? Yeah, you're going to get a DUI. Yeah. Like, a refusal to blow is not, like, some sneaky way to get out of it. You're oh, just, he's fine then. He's not going like, to... Yeah. Oh, he doesn't want to blow? Oh, okay. that's fine. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Look, you know what? Fair. Yeah. You know, they just charge you. They just immediately charge you because there's no evidence yeah. that you were drunk and the court doesn't play that shit. So they're like, yeah, go fuck yourself. Like, it's the law. Yeah. You know, like they're so then they everyone was trying to convince me to say uh, to blow. But I already knew. Yeah. And uh, I honestly didn't want to blow and then them find out how drunk I was. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I just said no. And then they said, take the keys. And I just like cooperated. And they just kept saying, like, kept kept asking and asking. They're like, you smell like booze. And I was like, I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know. I just like kept saying, I, I just kept why. saying no. Why. I just yeah. kept saying no. Because I knew I was going to get in a lot of trouble anyways. But I wanted to like hold on to like the last shred of dignity. I, uh, I, had. I mean, like, like that is got to be one of the most awful things to go through i feel like as a person just be like because everybody knows everybody knows that they sh- if, when they shouldn't be driving yeah it wasn't well it wasn't that bad because the cop that was there that was talking to me i knew i was frustrating them 
and I didn't want to be I wasn't trying to be a dick mm. I wasn't trying to upset them no. I wasn't trying to be like uncooperative yeah I was like I'll cooperate I'm just not gonna blow yeah and they kept asking why and I'm like I'm not gonna incriminate myself because I didn't know what to do I got I was super scared yeah and I didn't want to I didn't want to like I just didn't want to and that's what they said in court they were like why like when when William Hannigan was asked to uh, blow he uh, said no and when asked why he said because I didn't wanna like that's what they read they read that out in court I was like so ashamed like it's uh, I'm ashamed of it yeah but I didn't I wanted to hold on to the like whatever control I had I wanted to hold on to the last last little bit like charge me with whatever because if I hadn't been drinking I would have just done it you know, and that's what they kept saying. Yeah. And we both knew what was going on. But also, since I did that, since I refused, they they couldn't, like, take me to the drunk tank. So they actually just dropped me off at my buddy's house. They took you to your I house? I didn't go to jail for it. Wow. I didn't even go, like, I didn't even stop. They took you to your house. Wait a second. I was in a car. They took me to my buddy's house. That's amazing, because I was in a car with a comic, and uh, he didn't tell me that he didn't have his license at the time. If he had, I would have been driving. We were in Saskatchewan. I would have I would have driven. So we're driving into this small town in Saskatchewan on our way to a gig, and then RCMP pull us over, and they know him by name, and they're like, you don't have a license right now, do you? And he's like, no, it's in the mail. <laughs> he literally says it's in the mail. And it was just, it was. I'm like, you're a fucking, why didn't you just let me drive? It's so easy. You could have just let me yeah. drive. Anyway, he wasn't drunk or anything. He was just being dumb. So then at first they said, oh, you can take this, you can drive the car away. And I'm like, thank God. Then they come back and say, oh, actually, the laws changed in July. This was in August. You can't, we have to impound this car. And I'm like, we are six hours away from Saskatoon where we are staying when we're not doing the show. And now we're having this car towed. And I said to the cop, I'm like, can you take us to Swift Current? Like, you guys are going back to Swift Current. Can you take us? Nope. They'd like left us stranded in this fucking small town. Oh. I had to walk to the highway. We tried that to hitchhike. Sucks. It didn't work. Then we went to a truck stop. And then we found this couple that was going to Swift Current. We sat in a pickup truck on the bench no backseat pickup truck an old fucking pickup truck bench just this weird ass couple and me and this comedian and i was i've never been more frustrated with somebody in my life that i'm like just tell me to drive like what's like just say you can't drive it's not a bad thing but now we're in this situation and our show got canceled like we called we're like we can't get there and they're like canceled lost money for that night but then we get to swift current they drop us off at a bar so his wife can come and pick us up from saskatoon crazy and uh we walk into the bar <laughs> he's got like an amp and a microphone stand and there's like a group of like 30 dudes and they're like oh what's going on you guys musicians and then he's like no no, no we're comedians they're like we love comedy and he goes we'll do a show for you if you give us 20 bucks each they paid for a show and we did a show in that bar that night <laughs> Holy shit. It was fucking crazy. Did you weird. rip on him? On the comic? Yeah. Oh, yeah, like I explained why we were there and like At the show you did Oh it. yeah. I mean I mean yeah. this this is a notorious comedian in Canada, but I don't wanna 
name no, anything. Tell me after. It. I'll tell you after for sure. But uh, yeah. Ah, fuck you guys listening. I'm gonna learn later. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I think it's like I think it is a good thing that you did get a DUI. I think it's it is so good. good. It's it so does, good. It it kind of like when when shitty things happen, it makes you step back and be like, holy fuck, I'm a little bit out of control right now. Yeah. Like my I'm a little bit out of control moment was when I went with these two dudes and they took me to an acreage and did awful things to me. And Jesus. No, no, no. But this happened years ago and we've talked. I've talked about it at nauseum. I'm I'm fine with it now. Like it's happened, whatever. But it's like, but that was my moment. We're like, holy shit, I'm a little bit out of control. I need to reel it in. I like I'm gonna get hurt. Oh my god! Yeah. But that's a, that's what a lot of people that yeah have you you need like you need something like that because you need to be like I guess and that's not even I mean I've heard about the rock bottom thing but I'm like I don't think I've ever hit a rock bottom yeah but like that's that's, a, that's the thing that sucks that's about like, a like shallow gravel area yeah. that I hit <laughs> that <laughs> I was like oh. well, that's the thing is like is um, I'm not gonna talk too much more about it but. I am just thankful and grateful uh, to the Edmonton Police Service, the RCMP, because uh, they, the guy who did like technically arrest me, like was super professional. He'd yeah. been he'd been a cop for twenty some years. Yeah, he didn't say anything inflammatory. I knew, I couldn't tell whether he was trying to incriminate me or help me. Yeah, and. And so I wasn't, you know, like, so when he kept asking me, he's like, why don't you blow? Why don't you blow? Why don't you blow? I wasn't sure whether he thought, like, I would pass. Like, I think he thought I might have passed, just like how I was acting. Yeah. But I knew I wouldn't, like. Yeah. And and so I feel bad that I had uh, fucked up his night because that's a long process. (laughs) <laughs> well, but, but that's his job. You didn't fuck up his night. That's his job. Yeah, but his, you know, it's like still annoying dealing with someone who refuses to blow. Oh, okay. Oh, I see what you're saying. That it made it yeah, even that I, more I complicated. And yeah, I didn't want to be uncooperative. Yeah, but they were all they were all great. Yeah, and it's, that sounds so weird. Be like thank, thanks to the guys that thanks arrested the, me. But honestly, a lot of people have to hit there. Like. Uh, and thank you for being honest and talking about this and being completely honest about it because it's yeah. like, I think a lot of people hide a lot of their skeletons and I think the less you have skeletons, well, the yeah, better like, cause I, be. as soon as I, like, I, I called my dad in the morning when I woke up, I was like, Oh my God, I have a deal. Like, you know, when you wake yeah. up and you're like, fuck what me. Did I do? And also like knowing, like if I had in turn left instead of right, I would, I would be driving home from this podcast right now. Like, <laughs> you know, and like, so like thinking about that and like, I called my dad and like my parents are broke up and I told him about it and uh, he was like, all right, well, that's fine. We'll deal with it. We'll get you a lawyer. He's like, uh, don't tell your mother. And then uh, I was like, whatever. Then I hung up and I real I was like, I'm too ashamed to not tell everyone in my life what happened. Yeah. I can't have a conversation with people not know like. Yeah. So I called my mom after that. I told that she, she was like disappointed she was sad yeah she was sad that she said i'm sad that you are the way you are oh my god (laughs) which is like but she wasn't angry yeah and then i went to shows and i just like told every comic that i 
That's one thing I feel about comics is they will, if something horrible happens to them, they can't wait to get on stage and talk about it. I didn't, yeah, I didn't really want to talk. No, I didn't say it on stage. No, okay. It took me but like a couple weeks. But you told the comics. I told comics because like, or else like they'd be like, hey, what's up? And I just like dead eyes, like nothing. Like, what's it? Like, oh, I mean, it is a very like crazy thing to go through, I think. Yeah, it was wild. But I just had to tell everyone. Yeah. I just, and that's, it gets me in a lot of trouble. Like, everything, I'd rather, like, have all my skeletons out because I, I can't fucking deal with them holding on to them. Like, I yeah. can't have them inside here. No, that's a good way to be, though. Well, not always. Not always. Not always. But, but I prefer to be like this because I can't hold on to shit. Yeah. I can't hold on to a goddamn thing. Like, I, I just tell everyone everything. Yeah. And it's like. Now that's like now we can deal with it instead of just me. Yeah, exactly, know? exactly. Well, I mean, I feel like this podcast. I think what everybody can take away from this is humans are fucking flawed. Yeah, we are flawed. We're all flawed. We all do stuff that we're not proud of. We all do stuff that we all make mistakes. And the only way that these mistakes matter is if you learn from it and you grow from it, right? Yeah. So that's all all you can hope for is like that you learn from your mistakes. Yeah, hopefully. Or just not have a car. Like if I if I don't learn from my mistakes, I just won't have a vehicle. But also that's so bad. You got to be a you can't be a comic without a car. You got to be able to drive, bud. One yeah. year you got to. You got to. You we'll get you back on the road. I I yeah. We'll get but <laughs> you're not right going to drink. Not, not right, right now. No, 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 not right, no, not right now. Not right now. Not right now. No, it's 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 gonna take a lot of money. It's very expensive. To I yeah, I think I've heard that too. The DOIs are like at I least ten thousand dollars or something, right? Or well, that's for like to get out of it. Yeah, and that's so okay. All right, so like that's the weird thing is like I work with like dirty Alberta people. That's upsetting to hear that that you can just throw money at it and it goes away. Yeah, Ugh. and so like as soon as I hear that, everyone like the joke I was doing is that uh, everyone like calls it a Dewey. Like, as if it's, like, some cute, cute. little, oh, like, thing. Oh, I know. And it's, like, you can't call a criminal charge, like, that cute. No. But also, as soon as everyone would say, like, all these guys that I, like, fall to, I, like, I've, I've fallen, I've, like, I broke my thumb, and, like, people laugh. They're just laughing. They're, like, we don't have WCB. Like, that sucks. Oh, my God. And it's, like, yeah, well, I'm bleeding. I'm bleeding out, and they're, like, handing me drinks at a job site. <laughs> this is real. This is real what happens. And then fucking, uh, and then uh, they'll as soon as I get it, they're so. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. That yeah. sucks. There, I'm sorry. And then they start You're telling fired because you can't drive. <laughs> yeah. Well, then they like I had. Yeah. That's a big thing. Then they tell you the stories about people they know who got off of DUIs. They're like my brother. Like honestly, one of the guys I worked with, or like uh, my boss's friend, told me he's like my brother. That's what I referenced like earlier. Passed out in his car while he was driving. Went through a red light. Oh, my God. T-boned a bunch of people. His girlfriend was passed out in the car. They were passed out. He woke, came to as the guy pulled him out of his car. Started fighting the guy. The cops came, arrested him, and he got off. Yeah. Because he paid a lawyer. That's disgusting. And they're telling me that like, so you got a chance, bud. Oh. Like they'll tell you that, and it's this like is, so. This is the attitudes that we need to change. Like you yeah. can't, you can't be like, oh, you'll get off, it's fine. It's. I, I mean, know. I have a joke in my act where I like say, like, you can go uh, get day drunk with your girlfriend and drive home. It's okay. You're a white woman. No one's gonna stop you. Yeah, yeah. It is a joke, but it is like a, a joke about how fucked up our fucking yeah. society is. Yeah, and um, it's fucked up, and I don't know how to change it. 
The only way I know how to do anything about it is to talk about it. It just and bothers tell, me. You can tell money at anything and and get away and with also, it. And also, we're in Alberta, so like ten grand, like yeah, that sucks. But that's not a lot to a lot of people. It's so worth it. It's yeah, because so it does. Cause worth then, it for them. Yeah, because then they can still drive and they can still throw ten grand at something and like it goes away. Yeah. They just can't That's go to Mexico fu- in February. Fuck, yeah, exactly. Oh, Ugh, I, this podcast fuck. is making me sick, Will. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wish we could end on a laugh. I hope yeah. we can end on a laugh. This is my thing. Uh, I do. I'm. I'm like you. I kind of like watching the chaos happen. Like I, my one of my favorite uh, things lately is watching live PD. Have you ever? It's like cops yeah, yeah, but yeah. live. And so all these like the weirdest shit happens. And my favorite thing is watching drunk women on these shows <laughs> because there's this one woman. So she's like passed out in the kitchen of a bar. I mean, if I was blackout drunk, I might head towards the kitchen and get a little yeah, nachos yeah. myself. <laughs> so she's passed out on the floor. Not pat like not out, yeah. but she's just like. It sucks can't when you relate up. to the criminal. I, no, I know I don't relate. I'm not no, saying we're relate. No, no, oh, that she'd go to the kitchen. Yeah, you're like, I you do that you're too. like, oh, I can see that happening, and then they start being like, what the? And you're yeah. Like, oh, fuck. So she's like lying on her back in the kitchen, and this cop is squatting down next to her, and he's like asking her questions. It's like, what? Where can we get? Where can we take you? And blah 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 blah. Because I think for the most part, most police officers want to help. Like that's what I would hope. So I think that's what they were trying to do is, like, help her out. And then he's squatting down next to her, and she just kind of, like, turns around, and she's like, hey, can I mess with your dick? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, but mess with your dick is my new favorite fucking (laughs) way to ask for sex. (laughs) Can I mess with your dick? And then the cop literally had the same reaction as you like he just started <laughs> laughing so hard That's and then so he goes funny. no you can't mess with my dick and she goes she goes okay and then she just goes <laughs> she pukes all over herself and i felt better about myself seeing like i don't think i'd ever be that train wrecky but i mean this uh, this podcast is called kathleen mcgee is a hot mess and i think this yeah. is one of the first podcasts where i've had another hot mess to talk to shit uh, about. You're a hot mess well, sometimes, I appreciate too. it. I really appreciate and it. this was a good podcast. I mean, it might be... there. Might We might have said some things that are hard for people to hear, but we didn't say anything yeah. that wasn't true yeah. or and wasn't I, real. And, yeah, and I am wrong, probably. Like, so if you don't... If you're listening to this and you don't agree with me, just right. know that you're right. You're right. <laughs> you're right, and I am wrong, uh, and I'm sorry. And you're learning from this. And uh, you're that's You're a young it. baby. You're going to be a better man because of this, I think. I hope. Oh, I hope so. We hope. We hope. We hope. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kay, let's end it before we get sued. This is the happiest ads. Where can people find you if they are interested in being your friend? <laughs> you'll, find me, you'll find me in the passenger seat of your vehicle. <laughs> uh, no, you'll find me at the... Uh, I'm at... Uh, I'm somewhere with Lisa Baker in a few weeks at a corporate. I'm at the. Well, that's co- a great oh, way the to com- plug I'm it. opening. Are you? Uh, when is this going to be put out? It's tomorrow. Okay, I'm with uh, opening for Sarah Tiana. Oh, at, at, the, at, the, at comic the comic strip, strip this weekend. Coming Wednesday up? to Sunday. That's November. She's 28th fucking amazing. To December second. Uh, she's fucking hilarious. She's very funny. Very she's very funny. A sweetheart. She was the first. Uh, that was, that was my first week at the strip. Was with her. Oh, cute. Yeah, and then so uh, yeah, so like come out to comic strip. The comic strip was on if you're in Edmonton. Yeah. See Will. Yeah, unless. Uh, 
And where can they find you on social media? Are you a social media? Or uh, Facebook or Instagram is Will Hannigan. And then uh, I don't really do Twitter. I, like, I don't. Newer comics don't, because do don't, they're like, oh, we many followers. I'm like, if you don't have a lot of followers I've, on Twitter, it's I've hard. I've had Twitter, but I just. I mean, I have 100 followers. Yeah, I got a couple. On, you I'm know, just kidding, just I'm just one of those guys that it's like 100 followers and then like 1,800 people yeah. following. Like, I follow 1,800 people. <laughs> so then I just killed my account. And like, fuck that. Well, it's better than being that person that has, like, 52,000 followers and nobody favorites or retweets. Or, <laughs> oh, that guy bought yeah. 50,000 followers. Yeah. Where do you get that money? My credit card is I don't is think it maxed. costs that much. Yeah, no. you got DUIs to pay for. I, I love it. you so much, honestly. I, I Thank you for being, like, an honest person and we're all flawed thank you for having me you're welcome it's been a crazy time in my life i know and i'm glad you came on and shared your hot messness with this hot mess thanks kathleen love you with the coolest guest